2 Timothy 3, 1-7 But understand this, that in the last days there will come times of difficulty, for people will be lovers of self, lovers of money, proud, arrogant, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, heartless, unappeasable, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not loving good, treacherous, reckless, swollen with conceit, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having the appearance of godliness but denying its power. Avoid such people, for among them are those who creep into households and capture weak women, burdened with sin and led astray by various passions, always learning and never able to arrive at a knowledge of the truth. This is a list of some really ugly attributes. And people who live this way are not necessarily unintelligent or uninformed. In fact, they are always learning. They're just never able to arrive at a knowledge of truth. It could happen to us too. We could mistake knowing a lot of things for knowing the right things. We might accumulate a lot of degrees or become experts in our field. We might have really confident opinions on politics or read the best books and know most of the right answers and still never come to a knowledge of truth. And without truth, we can know it all and still live like the person described in 2 Timothy 3, 1 through 7. We could still be lovers of self and covetous and boasters, proud, blasphemers. We can be smart and disciplined and hardworking and still never access the truth that changes our life so we don't live like that. Maybe you've met that person or you've been that person. I'm sure you could recognize it. It's the person who has some areas of life where they're just crushing it. They could tell you precise details about the most complicated subjects. They're so smart. They just can't get their act together. They know a lot of stuff, but not the right stuff. Then there's the simple person who might not know all that much stuff, but somehow they figured out how to live well. They've learned the right stuff, the truth, and they're putting it into practice. So how do we do that? How do we direct our learning so that we arrive at truth? This was a major point in Paul's second letter to Timothy. When we read the whole letter, we see that Paul had more to say about those people who were always learning and never coming to a knowledge of truth. And he also had more to say about how we can be the people who learn the right stuff. I'm going to read a few of these lines that are written in the letter, and we'll just see if we can pick up on some of the wisdom that Paul is sharing. Chapter 2, verse 14 and 15. Remind them of these things and charge them before God not to quarrel about words, which does no good, but only ruins the hearers. So here is a description of those people who are always learning. They arrive at a place where they just argue about words and things that they've learned because they know it all. Then it continues, do your best to present yourself to God as one approved, a worker who has no need to be ashamed rightly handling the word of truth. So here Paul directs us to where we can find truth. And it's no surprise that he's directing us to scripture. In chapter 3, verse 14 and 17, it says, But as for you, continue in what you've learned and have firmly believed, knowing from whom you learned it, 
and how from childhood you have been acquainted with the sacred writings, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Jesus Christ. All scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, reproof, correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. Paul is claiming that the Bible is able to equip us for every good work so that we will not just be always learning and never arriving at the truth, but we will be led in the right ways where we are engaging in the right stuff. In chapter 4, verse 2, Paul tells Timothy to preach the word, to be ready in season and out of season. So what we gather here from Paul is that if we want to be people who arrive at a knowledge of the truth in whatever learning we do, we need to pursue truth. And one of the places we pursue it is in the word of God. Here's another one. Chapter 2, verse 23. Have nothing to do with foolish, ignorant controversies. You know that they breed quarrels. So that's a further description of those who are always learning, but never coming to a knowledge of truth. In verse 24, and the Lord's servant must not be quarrelsome, but kind to everyone, able to teach, patiently enduring evil. 25, correcting his opponents with gentleness. God may perhaps grant them repentance, leading to a knowledge of the truth. Did you hear that last part? What is it that leads to a knowledge of the truth? Repentance. If we want to pursue truth, then we take the next right step of turning to God. Repentance is a way of pursuing truth. Maybe you're already a Christian and you've already repented and given your life to him. But there are daily opportunities to turn to Jesus more. Opportunities to repent. When we choose Jesus one step at a time, we're putting ourselves in a position to experience truth, pursue truth. And when you find it, hold on to it. Guard it. Chapter 1, verse 13 and 14 say, Follow the pattern of sound words that you have heard from me in the faith and love that are in Christ Jesus by the Holy Spirit who dwells within us. Guard the good deposit entrusted to you. Timothy had received sound words. He'd received truth, and that was a deposit from the Holy Spirit in his life. And Paul says, guard the good deposit entrusted to you. So the Holy Spirit is the one who Jesus said would guide us into all truth. He's making deposits in our life helping us understand truth here and revealing truth there. And we can hold on to this truth until it becomes part of who we are and the way we live. And the person who finds truth, they value every bit of truth they receive and they guard it. They hold on to it. But that person who's always learning but never coming to a knowledge of the truth, they let it pass through their fingers. They don't see it as precious. And that truth never takes root in their life. The Holy Spirit did make a deposit and they let it go. We come to a knowledge of truth by pursuing it. And when we find it, we hold on to it. We guard it. Chapter three, verse 10. Again, Paul is saying, you followed my teaching. When you heard it, you followed after it. Chapter three, verse four. But as for you, continue in what you have learned. This guarding of truth and following after and continuing in it, it is in contrast to those who are always learning but never coming to a knowledge of truth. Chapter 2, verse 18 says, Some have swerved 
from the truth, saying that the resurrection has already happened. They had it, and they swerved from it. Paul shares more on this in chapter 4, verse 3 through 5. For the time is coming when people will not endure sound teaching. But having itching ears, they will accumulate for themselves teachers who suit their own passions and will turn away from listening to the truth and wander off into myths. As for you, always be sober-minded. Endure suffering. Do the work of an evangelist. Fulfill your ministry. It's possible to be always learning and never coming to a knowledge of truth. There are so many things we could know. We want to know the right things. Pursue truth. When you find some, consider it precious and don't let it go. How is God speaking to you? Speak, Lord. Your servant is listening.